you know, it's a set of requirements that you really should be filling. It also turns her on. Yeah. Yeah. It's not just about like, it's like, that's what I really want to stress is like, it makes us wet. Yeah. It turns us on. It makes us want to fuck you. Welcome to another episode of Dear Men. This one is fan favorite, Girl Talk. Girl, Girl Talk. talk. <laughs> okay, um, so what we're talking about today is the concept of driving in a relationship. And um, we don't mean driving a car, although that is kind of nice when men drive the car. Um, and we are going to be talking about heterodynamics we're talking about men and women so when we say men and women this episode we mean hetero but this is relevant for anyone that's in a romantic relationship of any kind so just to name that um and um we're gonna just do our thing we'll go around and just say your name your age and rough age it's fine and relationship status so zero is totally single and 10 is so taken guys 10 is so taken um I'll start. I'm Mel. I'm in my late 30s. And I am, um, uh, I would say, like, yeah, like zero. Yeah. Mm. I feel, feel I'm really single these days. Yeah, that's pretty single. Yeah. <laughs> zero is like, yeah, yeah. uber single. Yeah. <laughs> hey, y'all. This is Nancy. I am 25. I forgot my age there for a second. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm 75. Shit. No. It's been a rough couple of weeks. Just to, yeah. yeah, it is. I cut my hair, so yeah. Uh, <laughs> Everyone knows what that means. <laughs> Chaos. And I would say I stand at a four, which is much higher than I usually have been, but yeah. I don't know how long we're going to stay right there. <laughs> um, hi, guys. This is Z. I'm in my 30s, and... I would say that I'm, I don't know. I consider myself like a five, I guess, as far as my personal What do you investment. mean I consider myself? <laughs> <laughs> consider, well, like, if you're, like, single or, yeah, the other person. Oh. So, okay. like, like, like. <laughs> what do you think he considers you? I don't know. Probably a little lower than that, to oh, be honest. Okay. Yeah. But, okay. I mean, like, when I think about it, I'm like, I think I'm like a five. Okay. Yeah. All right. This is a topic on your mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My name's Stephanie. I'm like in my late 30s, we'll say. Um, I'm going to say that I'm a two because two is for my dog. I'm in a relationship with him. Yeah. And the one is for myself because I love myself. Yeah. And I'm never going to consider myself completely single. Oh, I nice. like, I like always, the I'm always in the game, it. baby. Oh, my God. Oh yeah! Shit. <laughs> you gotta leave room for Jesus. But what about three. God, though? I, I consider myself a three. <laughs> My score bumps higher than if we're adding all those other people. Yeah, <laughs> right. like on the shit. Okay, <laughs> thanks Sorry. guys, um, ladies. Thanks, ladies. Okay, so um, yeah, we're talking about driving today, and we're gonna do our normal thing of going around and sort of <clears throat> sharing a story of when uh, the driving was not so good, and then a story of when um, a man's driving was quite good. So, and again, we don't mean driving like a car. What we mean when we say driving is 
I'm actually curious what, what, cause when I explained this episode to you ladies, like, what did you interpret as that? Men intentionally moving forward towards you and pursuing you and doing all the things. (laughs) Initiating, taking, being proactive, being intentional. Mm -hmm. Okay. Doing some labor to make an experience come together. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, it's like, yeah, taking initiative in the relationship, whether that's leading a conversation, setting up a date, um, like you said, creating an experience around something or just bringing something up. Like I'm leading us in this direction. I'm driving, driving this forward. Okay. So who wants to start with a story of driving sucking? Sucky driving. Anybody? Um, I will start. I just need to think of this specific one. Okay. I, okay. I have a story. So I recently started dating someone who I met while I was working for a month in New York City. New York City? Yes. Did you meet this person at the club? No. I met this person at a coffee shop. (laughs) Nancy's branching out. That's right. I'm I'm evolving. New phone, who does? Anyway, so I met this person at a coffee shop. It went well. Long story short, we I was I met this person about two. I'll name. I'll call him Tom. Mm -hmm. Two weeks into when I was in New York, and that, that meant I had two weeks left. And so we went on about four or five dates in New York City. And then when it was time for me to leave, you know, he initiated a conversation about whether or not um, we wanted to continue this relationship um, when I was back here in L.A. And I was pretty hesitant to do so just because, I don't know, I don't really know this person. And, like, you know, it's just really difficult to build a relationship from scratch um, at the get-go being so far away from one another. So anyway, so he – we came back. I I decided, okay, I'll just give it a shot. Why the – not right and then um he um i guess he was good in this way he initiated coming to the west coast to visit me and this was the this is this was like the first time he'd ever been uh, anywhere outside of um new york city and in, in, in those states yeah sure um <laughs> but i guess what right now what i'm going through is it's pretty close hits pretty close to home because um that happened about two weekends ago. He came to visit, but I felt like really turned off that he didn't drive a lot of our plans. So I guess there's this whole, you know, question of, oh, well, Nancy lived in New York, like, or I'm sorry, Nancy lived in San Francisco. So she like knows all of, like the good spots in San Francisco. So Just I guess. Just to clarify, I guess we're in SF, not LA. Yes. Yes. We decided, um, I was in, sorry, blah, blah, blah. I was in San Francisco for a work trip. And, and so I, I, I initiated or I suggested him coming to San Francisco to visit as opposed to LA, just because, you know, LA is kind of too close to home. Um, anyway, so, <laughs> Damn. <laughs> but, um, I, it, just coming out of that, I guess, weekend, I felt so turned off just because like he, like I booked the hotel, I paid for the hotel. I I researched like activities like you know we went on like a little bike um, tour whatever that I had searched on Yelp and found and then I like you know was looking up all the restaurants that we would go to and then like just creating all the plans I know I just felt like uh, I just felt so turned off and so dry down there. <laughs> 
that I had to do this. Whereas, you know, if he had actually, even, even if, um, you know, he had never lived in San Francisco, like I had, like, even if he'd like just done a little bit more research or suggested some things or like called the lifts every time, um, instead of me having to do that, you know, um, it would have been a much different experience, especially at the beginning of a relationship when yeah. you're, you know, it's so important that a man drives at the beginning of the relationship because that shows me like you can actually like take care of yourself. You can take care of me. Like you can, you know, put in the due diligence to actually like try to impress me in these ways. But now I'm just like really not wet anymore. Yeah. 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 That was a pretty, a pretty effective uh, explanation of the effect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is like, <laughs> Don't want to have sex with you. Yeah. And I guess I'm curious, like that was more of like your physical experience. Like I'm totally turned off. I don't want to have sex with you. But like, how are you feeling? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, how are you emotionally feeling? Upset, anxious. Like, I don't I I don't feel excited anymore about the relationship. I also hear some resentment. Yeah. And disappointment. Yeah, I, I think that might be my filter. <laughs> yeah, I'm disappointed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, great example. Love it. Didn't love it, but you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. Loved it, didn't love it. Okay, yeah. who's next? Um, I was thinking about a time that I had been talking to a guy who lived in another city, and he constantly texted me, constantly called me. We, He even sent me beautiful, handmade, really cool art like postcards. He was a cool dude. Then finally I was like, okay, I'm coming to see you. We had met. He and, said this. Yeah. He said I'm coming to see I, you. He said I'm coming to see you, which I liked. And then I said, okay. Um, and he came to, when he arrived, it was like a, had a bump on a log there with me. It was just like, he didn't have anything. He didn't really know what he wanted to do. He didn't like, yeah, it just felt like there was energy off for me for some reason. Cause, you know, and then he was kept being like, well, what do you want to do? And I'm like, obviously you have something you want to do, which is maybe make out. Is that why you came all the way over here or something? <laughs> like it was just felt like he was searching for something. And then I didn't really know what we wanted to do. And it felt like, you know, I don't know. It was just a strange, it was funny. And so he came to the city and then I was like, well, maybe we'll just walk and get a coffee or something somewhere. But because we had taken so long to decide to do that, I was not into him. It took like about 45 minutes of him having no suggestions and sitting like a bump on a log and just doing nothing that made me like, okay, I don't even really want to go on a date with you now. But if he had just come over and been like, hi, how are you? Do you want to go walk and get a coffee? I would have been like, no, come in and let's bang first or something. Like, there you yeah. go, guys. Listen up really closely. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you had, like, taken some kind of energetic initiative. Driven? Yeah. yeah. So it took no time at all for me to be like, oh, God. And by the end, I was like, I don't want you to come back inside my place. I'll see you later. Yeah. 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 So that was that. That's a huge, like, cause and effect immediately. Yeah. That immediately. Example. Yeah. yeah. What I want to point out about Seth's story as well is that it was as simple as him saying, like, let's go get coffee. I mean, because coffee is not extravagant, yeah. but at least you have a plan. You say, you know, you thought about it. And yeah. You're like, hey, let's go get a coffee. And you sound confident yeah. and you sound assured. There's yeah. some direction. I think that's what it is. You have to kind of be in your masculine for me to be in my feminine. And, I, and for me to be in my feminine, I can't be anxiously trying to figure out what you want. I need to just be enjoying myself and worrying about how I look and feel and not worrying about you know, what where am doing, I going to take where us? Where we're going, when we're leaving. Yeah. Like, yeah. Do I need to do all of the things to make it happen like Nancy did? Yeah. 
Yeah. And like, I don't want you to come over to my apartment and hang out. I want you to fuck to figure something out. I want you to fuck me. Yeah. <laughs> I want you to come over and fuck me. I want you to have an intention. I want you to have a fucking. Yeah, I want you to have a fucking plan. Yeah, I want. Yeah. I want you to have something, something planned and figured out because that means you're not just. Yeah, expecting me to do it. Right. Yeah. Great right. example. Yeah. Great example. So I'm going to piggyback off something she said. I actually really like hanging out. So I'm I'm pretty chill and I'm pretty easy to please. But I also like someone to have a plan. And what I have noticed is that guys show up very, for me at least, pretty intense in the beginning. And I get really excited. And then... Pretty you know, intense, meaning they're driving? Meaning they are kind of driving in the okay. beginning. Yeah. So they are driving in the beginning. And then what I have noticed is that... They'll plan to do things or say they're going to do things. Oh, let's do this. Let's do that. Blah, blah, blah. And like kind of throw out little things. And I'll just be waiting for them to happen. Oh, so waiting like, for oh, the we man. should check out the Getty Mansion. Yeah. But there's no like, are you free Friday evening? Exactly. So yeah. go to the Getty Mansion? Exactly. Got it. So there's, yeah. there's suggestions of things to do. And there's plans. And I'm excited about those plans. And the thing is, I am very, I can initiate Real plans shit. or vague plans? Um. Well, like. Things to do. So, like, real plans, but not, like, do you want to go at 8 p.m. to this? Uh-huh. Or, you know, next week, She's are you free to do this? excited about the idea of going. So, like, what would a vague plan be? Um, a vague plan would be, like, oh. Let's hang out Friday? Um, no, like, let's go to this place and check it out. Like, a specific place. On Friday? Not on Friday. Just uh-huh. let's go to this place at some, like, and check at it out. At some point. Yeah. Okay. yeah. But it's not, they don't say at some point. It's like, oh, my God, we should totally do that and check it out. I, Great. That sounds fucking I awesome. I do feel like men get free emotional labor, they think, out of doing stuff like that. Where, like, I had a boyfriend who would suggest going on a hike all the ever, all the time. <laughs> but every time it came down to going on the hike, he wouldn't want to so go. So suggesting would be, oh, we should go hiking this weekend. Yes. yes. Okay. Like, yeah. hey, are you free Saturday? Like, Oh, he would say that? No, 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 no. no. That would be the second part. Okay. Yeah. Missing. Yeah. It's missing. The missing part <laughs> yeah. is not having the plan. It's yeah. suggesting fun activity in very general terms and then not following up with it. Yeah. So the thing is, just like Steph, just like Nancy, just like most women, we know how to initiate yes. in both, you know, calling Ubers, booking, like we're not fucking stupid. Yes. We know how to do all this stuff and we want to know that you can do it. <clears throat> yeah. And it also, uh, just from what I've heard so far, which I will corroborate, it makes us wet. Yes. Yeah. That makes us wet. And when it doesn't happen, it makes us annoyed. Yeah. It yes. sounds like, like what, that's yeah. what yes. I'm hearing is like, yeah. like, like mm-hmm. in Steph's story, it's like he showed up, he had no direction. No. Yeah. And at the end she was like, I don't want to see you again. Yeah. Like, I don't want to see you again. I don't want to make out with you. I yeah. don't like, so like the effect is like the, there's a big gap between totally. the one and the other. Yeah. Okay. So, and for me, it comes down to interest because the thing is, I, I find myself not really liking a lot of people. Like I meet a lot of people, but the people I'm actually interested in are very rare and want to do something with. And so, yes. And so if I meet a man that I'm interested in, I'm usually like, I'm just like, I'm either, I either like you or I don't. It's not like, oh yeah, maybe we can engage in this thing. I either like you or I don't. And so if I like you, I can invest in you, even if it's a somewhat temporary thing, I'm not going to fucking get married or anything, but I want to invest in somebody that I like. And so I want to feel like you're interested in me. And part of that is making a plan, coming over and seeing me, engaging sexually. Like I am a physical touch type of person. That's one of my main love languages. And if somebody is not initiating physical touch with me, there's this voice in the back of my head all the time being like, do you actually like me? Are you interested in me? Why am I doing this way? And it's like this rant of stuff that doesn't need to be there when all I really want to do is hang out, have fun, feel connected 
and have you initiate things. So yeah, an example of something for me, I guess, touch is important. So sexually, there has been um, a handful of opportunities where I've liked somebody and I've been with them and they kind of initiated in the beginning kind of strongly. Sexually. Sexually, Sexually. yeah. And then as soon as I would like engage a little bit, I've noticed it completely waned off to where I was almost like, all right, like, I don't want to be the one to engage sexually. Like, do you actually like me or not? Do you want to touch me or not? Like, I don't want to play this game of you're not interested in me. And so for me, that is a huge turnoff. If somebody doesn't, you know, kiss me immediately when they walk up to the door to see me, if they don't grab me, like I like my ass being grabbed. So like, I like stuff like that. And if, if you don't do that with me, I'm like, do you actually like me? Like, do you want to be with me? Like, what the fuck are you doing with me? So for me, interest and engagement shows that you're actually interested in me. And that makes me feel safer to be more playful, fun, and feminine with you. Mm -hmm. And also I want to engage with you. I want to like kind of be more aggressive and assertive and I don't mind also doing things, but I want to know that you've got that covered so that then I can feel like, okay, cool. You can do that of your own accord. And I feel taken care of. Now I feel safe to go ahead and book the hotel, to go ahead and do this, to go ahead and engage because now I'm like secure that you're actually really interested and like me. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, yeah, now I'm excited about doing these things back because Mm -hmm. it's reciprocal Mm -hmm. without that. I'm like, you know, just, I tend to wander away. Yeah. Yeah. All women tend to wander away. There's a definite wandering awayness that happens for sure. Wandering awayness. Wandering (laughs) awayness. Okay. So my story takes place on the balcony of an apartment building. (laughs) Um, uh, excuse me. Actually, it wasn't like a balcony. It was like, you know, one of those porch areas Uh, that they have. And we were having this Stoop. barbecue, um, bunch of people, and I had invited this guy that I recently started seeing kind of, we hadn't done anything yet. This would have been like our second date or something like pretty, pretty early on. We hadn't kissed, nothing had happened. And, um, and I was like, I was like playing guitar. I was doing, I was doing something. I was like kind of occupied, whatever. And the guy that I had invited was there and one of my... One of my girlfriends was quite drunk, and she was she was talking to this guy. We'll call him Ted. Was it? Wait, was that your guy? No, Tom. Tom. Okay, good. <laughs> Ted, Ted and Tom can be friends. So, um, Ted is there, and my very drunk girlfriend, well, her Anna. Anna's like, Ted, you have to go over there and get her. You have to go get her. You have. So I, I hear about this later, right? I didn't know about it at the time. But it was true. Like, yeah. so, so Ted was there. He was at the barbecue. We're all kind of doing our thing. I was like, I think I was playing guitar. I was like doing something. And he, we hadn't really engaged that much. Like he showed up and I was sort of helping organize it. So it's sort of busy running around. But she kept pushing him and kept pushing him. And so finally he like came over and sat next to me and like put his arm around me or whatever, like came over and claimed me mm-hmm. in some way. Mm-hmm. Because she had told him to. Yeah. I remember this moment. Times, I know what you're talking multiple about. Multiple <laughs> times. And then, and I don't know, like, I, I, I can't actually remember the sequence of events, but something happened and I ended up being the one that kissed him. Because mm-hmm. um, there was like a moment, there was something happened. It made sense in the moment. And, and that was like, that was our first kiss. And then things kind of like progressed from there. Honestly, looking back on it, like, it's kind of, um, what's the word? Like. It's sort of distressing to me because I'm, I'm, I look back on it and I'm like, would you have done that without being pushed? Like, and that's a, that's an issue. And so 
Um, the reason I, so like, it's like a win, win, fail or whatever. This is supposed to be the not good story. And it intuitively came to me because I think I feel less steady about that kind of relationship overall because I'm like, oh, that, because it meant a lot to me. Mm -hmm. Like the fact that he came over and like claimed me in that moment, I was like, oh, he sees me. He notices me. He likes me. He wants me. Like all of those good feelings that put me in my feminine, like happened. And so, and that's part of why I kissed him because I was like, oh, he like, came for me and then I like reciprocated. Right. Right. But like looking back on it, I'm like, what would have happened? Like if he hadn't done that, okay. Like the night ends, it's winding down. We're, we're leaving. We're walking to our cars. He would have awkwardly talked to you. And then you would have been like, okay, well I'm going now. That's probably what would have happened. Probably. I've had it happen many times. And I've heard so many guys stories too, about like how they're terrified to initiate that first kiss and how, and I'm like, in my head, I'm like, the girl is waiting. Like, I remember the story a very close friend told me about how he had this wonderful night with this girl and he literally, she was waiting on the porch yeah. for 20 minutes having conversation with him. She definitely wanted my friend to kiss him. Yeah. And he just chickened yeah. out. And that is such I've been a sitting, like, experience for knee women. knee to knee on the couch, talking <laughs> so close and being like, I are you going to kiss me or what? Yeah, and then and like hands on knees, like waiting. You're like, you're and getting like, all the signals, dude. All of them. There's like, no way you're doing this for my and benefit. At this point, you're just being a chicken. I mean, yeah. I like, and I, I get that. Like I feel for men, like they do have to engage and initiate a lot yeah, in the beginning and, and they get rejected. And some women are bitchy. Some women are fucking yeah. bitchy and that sucks. And I hate that. And I'm also like, but the benefits what is so scary about us? It? Like we want to be kissed by you. Like we're obviously, well, and there's we a big this. difference between like some rando at the club totally. and like what I'm talking about, which is just go up to her at the barbecue. Stand next to her. Put your hand on her back. Claim yeah. her. She Claim her. You don't even need to kiss her in front yeah. of all these people. But literally, like, go get her. Yeah. Go move your legs. Go over to where she is and put your arm on her. Yeah. Like, make her feel claimed. Yes. This is so important to feminine turn on. Yes. yes. It's part of why I wanted to do this episode because I'm like, turn this is not on. a small thing. Like, yeah. this is related to sex. Yes. It's related to dating yes. and relationships and sex. Like, it's all packaged up into one thing. Nancy's dying to say something. You are. I can tell. I can oh. feel it right <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm watching her do this. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Go, Nance, go. I mean, I just want to emphasize that it's not that we can't do it. Yes. It's not that I can't book a damn hotel, like you said, or I can't call Ubers or Lyft. It's just that, like, I feel like, I don't know, women, we take care of a lot of people and things in yeah. our lives. And it'd just be really freaking nice if our partner could step up and show that he could do that, you know. And so I have I have that trust in you. And so that I can sit back a little bit and lean back. Like I find like I find myself leaning forward and leaning in, in so many so many, so many, so many, so many situations mm-hmm. in my life. Like my back hurts, yeah. you know? <laughs> <laughs> I put my back, yo. <laughs> I need you to do a back into it. Yeah. yeah. I need to relax. And not just we need to relax all the time right. and have you do everything. But for me, it's about do I feel safe to reciprocate? Like right. I want a 50-50 thing where I'm not asking you to do stuff all the time. I'm not asking you to always take care of me. Right. I just want to know that you can do it and that you're going to show up so that then I feel happy and excited about doing stuff for you yeah. and engaging. It's it's about my 
happiness factor and, and also wet. reciprocating. Yes. And, and I'm turned on. Wet. Yeah. I'm yeah, like, turn, oh my God, that was so turn hot. On, like, turn this on, is, turn and on, now turn I want to do more things for you. I want to engage more. Yeah. I want to book the hotel. I want to show up. I want to jump on you when you walk through the door. Yeah. yeah. All of those things you get by actually showing me that you show up and you're really interested and, and focused and drive. That you can drive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now we're going to talk about stories where the man did drive. Okay. I got one. Effect. Go. Okay. Uh, yes. Do it. Okay. So um, this is. I was married before, and this was with uh, my ex-husband, who was lovely for many, many years. And this was in the very beginning of our relationship. We had just been dating for a month. Uh, he was living in Hawaii, and I was going to college in LA. And it was Valentine's Day, and we'd been dating very, very shortly, like real short time. And um, like a week? No, like um, probably like five weeks. Okay. So okay. it was. It was. It was very new. Um, I had visited him long story short, he booked a ticket and this is when we were really young. Like, I think he was only 20 at this point. He, he booked a ticket to come up to LA, bought all new clothes for Valentine's day, bought me a huge stuffed animal, booked a restaurant, got his car because his, he had family members that lived here, borrowed the car, picked me up at college, drove the car, picked me up at college. Brought me to the restaurant. We had a dinner. Um, and then we went back to the, we went back to the hotel. I think I was like, I think I was half sick or something at some point. So I ended up taking NyQuil and passing out, um, at some point in the hotel. And this is the man I ended up marrying, you know, and having many fun, wonderful, loving, caring experiences with because he showed me, he, he drove. fucking showed up. He drove. And that was so hot to me. And I felt so taken care of. And especially when I was younger, I didn't know how to do a lot of those things for myself. So I was like, oh my God, this is a man. Yeah. Like Oof. it was, like it was, I was such oh, a turn off. Oh, hot. And yeah. I remember, and, oh, and by the way, he surprised me. He didn't tell me he was doing wow. any of this. So he literally <laughs> called me in my dorm room and said some, something about like, oh, some, something about down the hallway or whatever. So I like was like, what the hell's happening? And I walked down the hallway and I saw him walking up the hallway in my dorm room. And I was like, oh my God. Like, And I just, I ran and I jumped on him. Yeah. And that was probably, it was very new into our relationship, but thinking back on it, like he initiated so many things. And at that point I had things going on with me that I wasn't able to as much, but now at a point in my life, I'm actually able to reciprocate that engagement and it also was such a turn on to know that I was with a man who could handle things and who cared about me enough to do all the those drive. little tiny things. Yeah, it really speaks to, I think, what you how to be in that masculine space your whole life in the ex- the whole extent of the relationship, which is I want somebody that is going to take care not of just themselves, but mm-hmm. of me because yeah. I'm going to do a lot of emotional labor and yeah. other yeah. labor in the relationship. Women and always take care do. Of you also. And yeah, it definitely like is the way to start your to start those habits. It should be a habit. Men need to learn it as a habit. It needs to become a way for you to interact with your partner that you understand that this is like um you know, it's a set of requirements that you really should yeah. be filling. I it think, also you know, turns her on. Yeah. yeah. It's not just about like, it's like, yeah. that's what I really want to stress is like, it makes us wet. Yeah. It turns us on. It yeah. makes us want to fuck you. Makes yeah. you want to have This fun. is a huge relationship yeah, skill. Yeah. This is a huge relationship skill that actually polarizes the feminine. It's a way that you can drive to turn her on. It works. Yeah. It works. 
it's very effective. It kind of reminds me of like, I don't know if there's a quantum physics thing for this, but <laughs> when you start energy, yes. it me- energy meets mm, it back. And yes. it's like that. If a, when yeah. you toss me the ball, I'm going to toss it back yes. and you just keep yes. going back and That's forth. That's the reciprocation. Yeah. I don't want to be the first person. I don't want to serve the ball ever. Yeah. Because we do that so yeah. much in our life all the trying time. trying to make sports metaphors. For <laughs> well, and I, I, we're going to keep going around, but I just wanted to point out. So um, one of the pillars I the program we run for men, Pillars of Presence, one of the guys in the program pointed this out the other day. He said, you know, I used to spend a lot of time waiting for the woman. Like, I'm waiting to see if she's interested. So I'm on the date and I'm kind of like trying to read her. Like, like, is she interested? You know, what's going on? Am I reading the signals? Like, leaning back, like mm. a passive sort of like waiting scenario. Mm. And he's like, the biggest difference now is like, I'm doing something first. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm showing up. I'm going somewhere and then I'm seeing if she follows me, which is a totally different orientation and way more effective for the feminine. And I could see that. Like I could understand how some guys would be like, oh, well, let me, I don't want to make a move unless I know she's into it. Right. Cause I don't want to make her uncomfortable. I don't want to, I don't want to do something that's going to make her think I'm creepy. So I'm going to kind of lean back and wait and see what she does or how she is and then go off of that. Which inevitably makes it creepy because it seems like you're waiting in the dark and then all of a sudden you're like, Oh, I have a super small, quick example. There was a guy that I was sort of in the beginning of dating and I went to this thing and there were other people there and he was sitting on a stool and I was touching his leg, touching, leaning into him, doing all of the touchy things things that would initiate like engage with me like it wasn't like I was just like touching one finger on his elbow every now and then like I was literally putting my full hand on his leg he didn't do anything and I went home incredibly disappointed because I was like what what happened like are you not interested in me and in that case I was giving him all the signals to engage figure that out yes and I did ask him about it and he was just shy like he didn't really know still and I'm like I don't understand what you don't know. Like I was like touching your inner thigh. Like mm. so, he was interested not back. He was interested. See, that's back. an important detail. Yeah. Because if you're if you're a guy getting signals from a woman you're not interested in, that's one thing. Yeah. But if you're a guy getting signals from an interest interested woman who you are also interested yeah. in, you've got to be able to then go for it. Yeah. Like it's really important. Yeah, if you, you can't be frozen. I have even said like I am waiting for you to engage and just stood there because Did that work. Yes, but not to the, like, it wasn't like I was grabbed up at that point. It was still sort of like, yeah, it was still sort of tentative. And I'm like, do you actually like me? Like, I literally just had to tell you what I want, which is not really a turn on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, We're doing good stories now. Yeah. Okay. I got got lost on that. Okay. (laughs) Good stories. So I might've, I might've shared this story actually on this podcast before, but um, this is like the first story that comes to mind that I just... Just such a great example of a man driving and creating an exceptional experience for me. So I dated this man. uh, (laughs) Notice I say man because when you drive, I um, automatically see you as a man. So I was dating this man for a little bit and it was, I think it was, I don't know, maybe if it was pretty um, early in in, until when we were dating, he uh, he said that he wanted to hang out this particular weekend. Like he gave me a date. I think I believe it was a Saturday, and he said it was a surprise. And what he said, you know, he he was like, "I'm gonna pick you up at this time, right outside of your apartment, and this is what you should wear." 
And so I was like super excited because I love surprises. And it was just like, you know, he had something up his sleeve and he had thought about it. And all I had to worry about was like showing up, you know, showing up and whatever, getting my nails did and like getting my eyebrows done and, you know, my eyelash extensions. Oh my God. Because we do that. Men don't think about that, but that's a lot of labor. And when we're booking the hotel and we're figuring out the Uber and we're doing all the research, we're not doing those things. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so then all I had to worry was just about being present and looking pretty and i think he had said that he was like i was like do i need to do anything he's like no just look pretty um not that like he was you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Do, right he's not but like only just like he show up and be your pretty self right he doesn't yeah. see me as a piece of me per se like you know we have like intellectual conversations it's not like that's not my purpose to him only but anyway so he had planned i went on the date he like picked me up he like took me out there he and he had brought this like backpack what's out there so uh, this, Picnic, was a, right? this was in San Francisco, and it was Land's End. Oh, okay. And so cool. he had prepared a little picnic yeah, for us. I remember this. Story. And, you know, he had brought his wine in the backpack. He brought a picnic blanket. He brought, like, you know, um, the whatever. The corkscrew. Cork cork yeah. You know, he didn't forget the damn corkscrew. Like, <laughs> not about the corkscrew. Um, this is a man. Everything from the cheese <laughs> to the corkscrew, right? And I was just. That would be a good book title. <laughs> <laughs> I was just swept off of my feet like and okay so swept off of her feet guys wet (laughs) aka wet in case you missed it rip it and we were actually in the like we were sitting on some rocks near the ocean too so i was literally and figuratively (laughs) wet (laughs) y'all yeah and i was just it was I mean, it was like the best date that I can think of. I think this. Wow. this I use the story for uh, the best date experience. That's epic. Um, the like, imagine, imagine being somebody's best date experience ever. Yeah. Like that's nice. kind of amazing. Yeah. Like this is the best date I ever went on was with you know whatever. Yeah. That's that's, really that's cool. amazing. Yeah. yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. And although we're not together, I think of him very fondly. Oh, um, yeah. And that's the thing too. If you show up, women will even if you don't end up together at some point, like. They will think of you in this very warm, awesome way. Yeah, I have a lot less resentment for the men who showed up in our whatever it was. Drove. Yeah, and actually, like, yeah, put money out, put time out, and put effort out, even if it didn't work out. Yeah. I I still talk to them. Some and of them. Women are connected, so if you were ever somebody that a woman oh, yeah, knows, they will be like, "Oh my god, that guy was amazing." Yeah. Definitely yeah. date him. Yeah, Definitely. And, and, instead of like, oh no, that guy's a fucking boy. Yeah. In you fact, know? I would recommend him. Yes, if exactly. I felt like- <laughs> oh, that's a dating site where you recommended five stars. Yeah. Five stars. Five plus. He took me at a picnic. Yeah. Yeah. So my story, um, it, I'm going to tell two stories. Um, <clears throat> so it's a guy that I was with on the East Coast, and he, I didn't have a car at the time, so he literally drove us all the time. Which was a relief, honestly. I really like being driven. I've spoken to lots and lots of women who like being driven because it's more relaxing for us, literally, in a car to not be driving. Um, You know, and there's some physiological reasons for that, like spatial awareness and, like, concentration. And we're trying to, like, make sure things are happening. And, like, it's just a lot more relaxing for me personally to not be driving. So, um, again, kind of a surprise. He was like, let's go out. I have an idea. Like, wear a dress. Um, and I was like, oh, okay. And this was like a Saturday or Sunday afternoon or something. And same sort of thing. Like we like stopped at some general store or something and he picked up a few things, nothing like that elaborate. And then he took me to this really nice winery that had like an outdoor picnic area, not a picnic area, but like there, there were like 
places to sit. And, but it was really lovely and there was live music and it was like a really nice, relaxing afternoon that I didn't have to do anything for. Mm-hmm. Like I organize a lot of things in my life. Yeah. I make a lot of decisions. I drive a lot. Yeah. So for me to be able to lean back, like I was so relaxed. I was so like excited and just like, just chill. Um, and as it was winding down, it was like five or six or something. This would have been like spring turning into summer. So it was kind of a late, late sunset. He was like, what, you know, what do you feel like doing now? Like what would feel fun or what would feel good? Which is a really different question than what do you want to do? Yeah. Like, yeah. It was like, what would feel fun to you? What would feel good? Yeah. Right. Which there's, cause there's a different tone because the tone is sort of like, where are you at? Let me make that happen. Versus what should we do? Like, hey, make the plan. That's what I hear when I hear what should we do. So I was like, it'd be really nice to watch the sunset somewhere. Like you couldn't really see it because we were on the East Coast. Anyway, um, so he ended up taking me to this like deserted riverbed type thing. I, that sounds like sketchy. Yeah, I know. I was, like, I was like, I was like, we made out because I was like yeah. really turned on. Yeah. I was like so relaxed. I was really in my body. I was happy. I was like excited. Like I was like ready to go. Yeah. And that was, yeah, there was a huge, it was just very much of a turn on. Go ahead, Z. A theme of this that I'm noticing and I hear from a lot of men is I can't do anything right, da 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 in so many men in their relationships. And I just have noticed how many times the women have said I was happy and excited and turned on. But like the happy and excited stand out to me because every man who likes a woman wants to make them happy and excited. And there's so many men that are like, I don't know what I can do. I never feel like I do anything right, da 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 all of these things driving, like they elicit excitement, happiness, joy in the feminine. Mm -hmm. And so men want to do that. Like men want to do these things. Yes. We, and we desperately want you to drive. And by the way, not a lot of men are driving anymore. So when you do, you stand out. Yeah. So I have another example from when I was in a relationship. So I'd been with this guy for like, I don't know, like a year or something was not new. And one morning he woke me up and it was like dark out. It was like 4.30 in the morning or something. He was like, he's like, wake up, we're going on an adventure. And and we like both work. So like we do, it, anyways. So I like bundle up because it's San Francisco and it's fucking freezing. I hate San Francisco. Anyway, um, it's 4.30 in the morning. He bundles me up. He puts me in the car. I fall back asleep and I wake up and we're at Krispy Kreme. <laughs> and he has gotten us the first donuts of the morning. Oh my god, that's cute! Like fresh Stop. out the oven. Yeah, that is really. And cool. so we like leaned our seats back oh and had gosh. a little like Krispy Kreme picnic for no reason. Yeah. Like yeah. I still remember that like seven years later or whatever wow. the yeah. hell it was, and <laughs> I was like so happy. And th- we're talking yeah. about ninety nine cent donuts, yeah. guys. Like, we are not talking about a big elaborate fucking vacation. Yeah. Like, but the fact that he like Adventure. drove, Adventure. drove, yeah. like took- and woke you up at four thirty in the morning. P.S. Woke- that is a shock to me. Nobody wakes you up at four thirty. I know. Well, that's. I was like, why? And he was like, just trust me. Here's your parka. You know what I mean? Like he like knew I'd be cold as fuck. He's like, I'm bringing you a blanket. Like he had like a plan for warmth. And like oh, that's so cute. I know it was really cute I and it was super. That. Nine nine cents, guys. Ninety nine cent donuts. Yeah, and that's a, so. Anyways, thoughtful. that's an example of in a relationship. Wow. Yeah. It, yeah. Can, like driving, and I wanted to have sex with him. Yeah, we definitely had morning sex. Yeah, and I was like about that life. Yeah, I have a follow up question for you 
you there now. So you said that that's, that story was about a year into the relationship. Did you sense him driving from the get-go? And yes. That's why, okay. That's why you decided to be in that relationship. The case. Yeah. Uh, in the beginning, their person you can tell by their personality and what's going on in the beginning if right. they are making plans with you and calling shots right. and telling you what they want to yeah. and all those things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it does pervade in the rest of the relationship. Yeah. I mean, I think there's something about this skill of driving. Yeah. It's a that scale. is developable. Yes. Yeah. Developable. Oh, it's definitely yes. developable. Anyway, and and I just kind of want to highlight and shout out as like, this is really important yeah. because yeah. I've talked to and been multiple. Well, I haven't been multiple women, but I've talked to multiple <laughs> women, and I am, am a woman who has experienced multiple times being excited about a guy, mm-hmm. seeing you know, experiencing him not driving. Yeah. And walking away. Yes. Yeah. And wandering it, and away. Yes. Wandering and away. And it's not because he's not a good guy. Right. And it's not because we don't like you. Guy. And it's like, but I really need this. Like this right. ability for you to drive, I need it. Yeah. I yeah. need it. I have to trust that you can do this. Yeah. And I think that part of it is like, I need to know you can. And yes. I feel like, like once if, a guy reaps the rewards and like once he experiences right. the reaction that you're going to get, even on a stranger woman, you'll get a better reaction if yeah. you take any Drive. kind of initiative. Yeah. Buy me a, a cookie like at the coffee shop. That happened to oh me the gosh. other day. I was ta- A guy bought me a cookie and I and then we chatted and I thought he was super great. I didn't want to date him, but... Like take an, if you take any initiative with a woman that you've met or in a relationship, you will instantly see the, yeah. The or benefits. even like you know you're organizing something for like a group and you're like, okay, we're gonna go here, going out. Here's a place to park. Yeah. Like yeah. here's a place that's close by. It's eight dollars for parking. Like even that, yeah. just like yeah. noticing, you know, noticing. what's gonna happen Definitely. in the future and how to smooth the way. Yeah. That is huge. Yeah. Like huge. Yeah. I feel like with the, the person that. I'm seeing now he's really good at doing that in his job but that doesn't translate into our relationship and I know that's that's very common like you know guys will prioritize their job and like you know practice that in that in that aspect or that whatever sphere but not in their relationships and that's like really discouraging you know because like okay you must care a lot more about your job than you do about this relationship okay so i have a question about that because this is what i hear women saying too they are ballsy in their job they make a lot of decisions they do a lot of stuff and it's that whole psychological thing where if the woman's the the woman boss they want to be dominated in bed or the opposite they want to relax so if the man is doing all of this in their job it also seems a little unfair, whatever, in quotes, that they would also have to then do it in the relationship. Like, when did they get to relax? How can they do that in a way that also feels good for them? Well, I think part of what we're saying is that it's not like we need them to drive every single second of every single day right. in the relationship yeah. all the time. Yes. It's more like, okay. I need to know you can. Yeah. I need you to be able to do it sometimes, yeah, especially in the beginning. Like, and, yeah. and there's no like, there's no way to sort of eliminate the masculine feminine polarity of this is a truth when it comes to masculine feminine polarity not tied to masculine feminine gender like you can be you know in any kind of body but just there is something yin yang this is a fact of duality of the universe like when one element is driving forward pioneering you know like this kind of energy it polarizes the other element that's just true so like i want men to be able to relax too and this is a part of a turn on. It's a part of sexual attraction right. yep. that's yeah. sort of just like, this is so. 
Like, you know what I mean? And I don't know about you guys, but in my experience with the men that drove, those were the men that I was in a relationship yeah. with. Yeah. Like, those were the men I stayed with. These became my men. And then I did set things up. I did go yes, on dates. Right. I did suggest yes, things. Totally. I did drive. It wasn't like they drove all the time. Right. But I, and, and by the way, they got to enjoy me. Yes. When they drove, right. they got a lit up, mm-hmm. radiant, turned on, yes. sexified, happy, pretty, happy yes. woman. Yeah. Yeah. So they yeah. wanted to have sex with them. Reward. Yeah. It's not like yeah. they're driving in the, I mean, if you're, if you're driving in the relationship and you, and you're getting like, an angry, resentful, like, you know, right. Whoa. bad, Whoa. like bad news bears, like woman, like there's other there's things that need problems. to happen there. Like totally. that, that's a therapy yeah. situation. But most of the time yeah. when the masculine drives, you're going to get a delighted you're gonna lady, get a delighted oh lady. Totally. especially because so many men aren't doing this now yeah. that you stand the fuck out. Yeah, right. totally. Like you become special. Yeah. Right. That was an epic answer. Yeah. We just need to know that you can translate yeah. it. And then eventually we'll also reciprocate. Yeah. And it may not be your intention to make your woman unhappy, but that's what you get when you don't drive. Like, yeah. I feel, I feel like I can speak to the situation because I'm in it right now. And like, it, you know, he's like, I, you know, I don't want to see you unhappy or I don't want to make you sad, but you are, <laughs> you are. And that's how I feel like, and I, I feel like I'm fucking like negative Nancy when I'm fucking not negative, negative Nancy. Nancy. Oh, oh my God. God. Positive Nancy, yeah. uh, typically, and all my yeah. everyone can vouch so for that. People yeah. are ask me this. I know they are. <laughs> okay. Have you told him? And and how would you would you tell him? That's a great question. I mean, I said, you know, I, I listen to this episode. No, just <laughs> <laughs> tune in uh, to your mind. No, just kidding. No, I I shared with him exactly what we kind of talked on the on this episode. Obviously, in a more you know yeah. soft manner yeah. um, and. In the fact that, you know, I want you to drive because it makes me wet. And, you know, I want, I take care of a lot of people. And so I just want to, I want you to know, I want to know that you respond. Um, he seemed receptive, but I haven't really seen it translate, which is what's disappointing. Yeah, the translation part. Like even just, I guess this conversation happened a week ago and it hasn't translated at Mm. all. Um, so that's disappointing. Mm, yeah. Sorry. yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. And it's true. Women wander away if this doesn't right. happen. Yeah. Especially thing, if we the share. The other thing I want to say about driving is it doesn't have to be a physical plan. So I think I've said, told this story, but I'll tell it again briefly. I was with a guy. This was like a one night stand situation. I met him at a salsa club. We went home together. I had sex with him. And then he asked me on a date and we went on the date. And then at the end of it, we were like driving home and he was like, so what are you looking for? Right. And we had a conversation about what we were doing and that is driving. Mm -hmm. Like to me, I was like, I trust you more. I want to have sex with you more. I respect you more. Mm -hmm. The fact that you brought this up and you drove this conversation that I have had to drive countless times in the past makes me want to have sex with you. It makes me want to be with you. Like now I'm actually considering being with you because you're driving. Yeah. So that emotional labor, like you mentioned, Steph, man, bringing those conversations yes. up, creating yes. space for it. Like if this man were to say, hey, I know we talked about that last week. I want to check in on how it's going. It's important for me yes. that you feel taken care of. Yes. I want to be a man that can take care of you. How are you doing? That yeah. would change the polarity in your dynamic 
immediately. Nancy yeah. would drive right. over and bang him. Right <laughs> <laughs> and I would because you know I told you she I would. Man, I would I would travel for that dude. Okay. <laughs> Nancy will too. I just want to point out like driving many times can be Hey, I want to check in about this. Yeah. I want to create space yes. for us to have a conversation about this. Yes. I want us to be able to talk openly about what's going on That's here. That's even better. Even driving. if you're in a casual yeah. dynamic, it totally. creates polarity. It creates space. Yeah. It takes some of the burden off her shoulders and some of those crazy making thoughts of like, I don't know, does he like me? What are we doing? What's happening? Like, make the space for the conversation. Even if you're not sure what you want, you can be honest and say, I want to create a space for us to talk about this. Let's talk about it. I'm not sure exactly where I'm at. I want to see how you are. The most important thing to me is that we both feel taken care of. I want to make sure you feel taken care of, that you feel safe, that you feel respected, that you feel desired. Like, how's it going? What can I do? And here's where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah. The second part of that is I know that you've talked about this on an episode about how men get aggressive immediately when something's brought up. Like, if the woman does initiate a conversation about that, your like, how's it going? Where are we going? Or, or just like bringing anything up like, hey, there's something I want to talk to you about. There's so many women's experiences where the men are on defensive immediately. The other part about not necessarily driving, but it's a part of driving, I think, is if your woman brings something up really being open to talking about mm. it, open to taking feedback. Like I had yeah. a situation where I was feeling really insecure about something and tried to process it for a couple of days on my own. And finally I was just like, fuck this. I'm just going to share. With and I, guy. yeah. And I like was like, Hey, I'm feeling really insecure about something. And his immediate response was talk to me. Let's talk about this. And immediately my whole body relaxed because even whatever happened with the conversation I knew just by his energy, he wasn't aggressive. He wasn't going to be defensive. He was going to listen just that. I would put in the category of also driving because when it was brought to him, he wasn't just like, oh, like, what is it? Or, well, what do you want to talk about? Like, it was really like, oh, my gosh, yes, now I'm in tune with you. What What is it? Like, I'm yeah. open to hearing. I think that's a good example, too, of a really valuable place that men can drive is, hey, I can feel that there's something off. I want to talk about it. Yeah. What's going on? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, because yeah. so many men are intuitive and they can feel when something's going on with a woman and they're avoiding it. Yeah. That is yeah. not sexy. Yeah. When a man is like, hey, like, and it, like touches my shoulder is like, hey, I can feel that there's something happening. I want to know. I'm yeah. right here. Yeah. I want you to tell me. That feels infinitely more safe yeah. to me than me having to bring it up for exactly the reason that you said. And also like my background and a lot of people share my background of aggressive parents. It's really scary for me to bring it to you. Totally. I'm terrified that you're going to lash out at me. Whereas if you're like, I can feel because men, you can feel it. You know, when there's something yeah. weird going totally. on, she, her tone is weird. Her body language is weird. Her texts are weird. Like you <laughs> fucking know, like pick up the phone and call her and say, yeah. I, I can feel that the energy is off. Yeah. I want to know what's going on. Yeah. Let me know. Talk yes. to me. Yeah. yeah. You can Talk do that. Talk to me. Like that right yeah. there yeah. creates safety. Yeah. Like it's like, it's like, I feel like some men are like, oh, I don't want to bother her. Like it's the opposite of bothering We her. make up crazy ass it's stories. Like, yeah. Like crazy yeah. ass stories. It's driving. Yeah. It's you don't want us to make the stories. Yeah. Trust us. It's showing that <laughs> you right. noticed. 
Yeah. It's showing that you notice. So right away, I feel noticed. And I feel, yeah. I, feel I trust you. I feel like you're present. You're paying attention. Yes. Right. Be present right. at any point in the relationship, whether we're dating, whether we've been in a relationship. You can't just like not spend any time in your head thinking about it and just like expect it to be fine. Yes. It takes time. It takes emotional labor. Yeah. And the driving yeah. polarizes her. Like when you drive, it puts her in her feminine. Yeah. So the discussion goes differently. Oh, totally. Like in other words, like, if this guy would bring it up with Nance and like, hey, I want to check in about what we talked about. It's important to me that you feel taken care of. I want I want to make sure this is handled. Now she's already more receptive. Yeah. yeah. She's coming in in a softer way than her bringing it up again. Yeah. Which is like, I feel it in my stomach. I'm like, ugh. Yeah. Like, I'm already like tense. And the 50-50 about, you know, when I have this experience, half of me is always wondering when's the point I'm going to walk away. And so immediately, if I have a conversation like that, I'm much more invested in staying. You mean if he brings up the conversation yes. with you? Yes. Yeah. Or, or is open and receptive and like there with me if I brought something up. I'm less likely to wander away. Because I think that especially in dating, women are always 50-50. Like you don't really have us till you have us. Like right. even if it looks like we're there, we're not really there a lot of times. <laughs> like it's true. Like we will be with you. We'll do all the things. But there's always 50% where we're like, yeah, I might not. This might not work out. I might wander away. And so, like, to keep us invested, it it does take an effort and an interest. I think for me, every time a man drives, I'm more invested. Yes. So it's like yeah. building, yes. like building a house adding or marbles to a jar. It's adding marbles yeah. to a jar. Every time he drives, I'm like, oh, oh, right. I trust you a little bit yeah. more. I trust you a little bit more. I trust you a little bit more. Like, now totally. I want to be with you. Yeah. Now I'm in. Yeah. 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 And when you don't, I'm taking marbles out of that jar because yeah. I'm feeling anxious. It's and true. I'm feeling, yeah. you know, average. Yeah. I'm it's questioning how much I, I want you do. in my life. Right. Yes. Honestly. That, right. I'm, I'm having yeah. thoughts of wandering away yeah. by taking marbles out every yeah. single time. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's really yeah. true, isn't it? It's yeah. so true. Yeah. All right. So here's to a full marble jar. Yay. Yay full marble Any jar. Any last thoughts on this topic before we wrap? Um. I do. I just want to say, men, I I do love the way that you show up. I love how playful and fun you are. And I really, really appreciate all the things you do. And it feels really awesome for men to show up and to drive and to take initiative because I really want a fun, playful relationship. And you get that part of me when you drive. Mm. And so I also just want to say thank you for all the ones that are listening and doing the work and wanting to be there and make your woman happy. Like, I do love you guys and thank you. Oh, yeah, that's sweet. Same Zs. I think a lot of the examples that we shared during this episode were about, you know, like doing things, but at the core of it, at the root of it, it's just being there, right? That's how you drive. It's like asking those questions and initiating those conversations and just being aware and, and um, cognizant of your woman, right? And like keeping tabs on her. So um, continue to do that if you are already and if you aren't then you know just be proactive and just work at it because it's a skill it really is and everybody's capable of doing that regardless of you know who you are yeah any last thoughts start today yes <laughs> that's well, it low price. Yeah. <laughs> uh, free call me call me Hey guys, thanks for listening. Just again, a quick note. If you're interested in the course, you can find it at pleaseherinbed.com, www.pleaseherinbed.com or at my site, melaniecurtain.com under courses and have a very sexy day.